Well, hello again and welcome back, everybody. It is Wednesday. Here we are halfway through the, the podcast week already. It's May 19. And um, yes, I'm Tom Joustra, um, your host for the week. And I'm Earl Tiemann. And Earl Tiemann has been joining me all week. We've been having a lot of laughs here. Yes, we have. <laughs> Between recordings, we've been doing a lot of laughing. Yep. And even, even during the recordings, we've been doing a lot of laughing. So, hey, um, I, I have some weird questions for you, Earl. Great. Well, no, they're not weird. They're just, I'm just inquiring because inquiring minds want, want to, to know. know. Right. Yes. So first of all, I know what you do now for your job, but what was your very, very first job way back when that you way got like, a paycheck in... for? Wow. Oh, an pe- actual paycheck? Well, whatever. What was your um, first job? Well, my first job would have been blueberry picking. Does that oh, count? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, sure. Third. No, what was it? Was it 30 cents a pound? Could that have been? I don't know. Oh, you were a blueberry picker. I grew up in New Jersey, so we yes. had blueberries out there. You don't have anything out there that's no, green no. and lush. Oh, come yeah, on. I know. I'm <laughs> yeah. New Jersey is actually a very beautiful state, isn't it? You have to just get outside of the New York metropolitan yes. area. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you picked blueberries. I did. Okay. Yep. For, that was only for a summer. Okay. Um, beyond that, let's see. Then I went to, um, I worked in a restaurant. Okay. Yes. So one we would know of um, Beachwood. I don't remember what it's called now. They've changed their name. It's Beachwood. Times. It's Beachwood. Grill, bar, no, yes. Grill or something. Yeah. Okay. Right. What'd so, you do there? Uh, dishwashing and uh, busing. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Then I slashed my wrist at work and had to quit. On purpose? No. <laughs> no, that's called something else, okay. Tom. But no, this was not on purpose. Okay. It was by accident. Oh, my goodness. So, yes, I got a big Ouch. gash in my wrist. And Yikes. Yep, so that was the end of uh, my dishwashing career. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, it was wow. too bad because I had a lifelong dream of being a dishwasher. <laughs> well, my first job was um, in, in our area where we lived, there was this, uh, a little newspaper that came out once a week called the Suburban News. Okay, and it came out on Tuesdays, and it was my job to deliver a bunch of these to the suburbs, the, right around where we lived. Yes, <laughs> and I forget how many papers there were—150, 200 papers or so. And every Tuesday, I'd get on my bike, of course, because that's what the way we did things back then. Was yeah. We got on our bikes and this big pack of you know, newspapers on my bag, and I'd go and deliver them house to house to house to oh, house. That's great. And one, and I don't remember which year it was, Earl, but I was carrier of the month. Good for you, it, Tom. It was, in, it was in the month of November, and I was carrier of the month. Man, and I got a little, little little section plan. in the newspaper that of the Suburban News. Oh, nice. Yes, I was Tom Joshua, carrier of That's the month. That's great. Of course, it probably didn't cost them anything to put that in their own newspaper. Right, exactly. But, yeah. Now, if it had been in another newspaper, yes, that would have been Then I would have been famous. Yes. <laughs> and then I also worked in a restaurant. It was called Clixie's. It's kind of a hot dog hamburger joint. Oh, yeah. And I started off with cleaning tables and Good for you. doing dishes as well. Good for you. But Everybody never... needs to start with a menial yes. task. Like yes. That, don't they? But I never slashed my wrists. No? No. Let me check. Uh, I'm fine. Oh, yeah, you're I'm good. I'm fine. <laughs> anyway, on to uh, better things. <laughs> on, to better, on to better things. Um, so, like those of you who listen to our podcast, you know what we do here. Um, especially if you go to Victory Point, um, we have a Bible reading plan that we read through. Um, each day of the week, and it's kind of cool how we can all be reading the same scriptures together, whether from the Old Testament or the New Testament. And this podcast was developed just as a way to, um, I don't know, just bring life to a little bit and have two people talk about the scripture of the day and uh, talk about what the Lord has been telling them or reminding them 
uh, with those passages. And so that's what Earl and I have been doing this week, and we'll do it today, and we'll do it tomorrow and Friday as well. Um, yeah, I, mean, I mean, Scripture is useful for many things. I mean, for, for I think it's First or Second Timothy that talks about you know correcting and for rebuking and for training and um, yeah, the Lord speaks when His Word gets read. Exactly. So that's what we want to do here. So we are uh, back in the Old Testament again today. Um, Psalm 104, verses 24 through 34, and then we skip just a little bit to 35b. And Earl, could you read that please for us? I will. How many are your works, Lord? In wisdom you made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. There is the sea, vast and spacious, teeming with creatures beyond number living things both large and small. There's the ships going to and fro, and Leviathan, which you formed to frolic there. All creatures look to you to give them their food at the proper time. When you give it to them, they gather it up. When you open your hand, they are satisfied with good things. When you hide your face, they are terrified. When you take away their breath, they die and return to the dust. When you send your spirit, they are created, and you renew the face of the ground. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in his works. He looks at the earth, and it trembles. Who touches the mountains, and they smoke? I will sing to the Lord all my life. I will sing praise to my God as long as I live. May my meditation be pleasing to him as I rejoice in the Lord. Praise the Lord, my soul. Praise the Lord. All right. Well, thank you. So when you read that ahead of time and today, what uh, kind of like stood out to you? Uh, first thing was um, in verse uh, 24, it says, uh, In wisdom he made all things, the earth is full of your creation. And then I think I immediately thought about sitting on the deck in summer, swatting mosquitoes. Oh. <laughs> and, and thinking, he created these pesky little critters. And how many other pesky little critters did he create that I despise? And yet, it says he made them in wisdom. So it'd be one thing if he made them just to annoy me. But mm -hmm. he made them in wisdom, which means he gave some thought to what, you know. So mm -hmm. when you think about something like maybe a bird that eats the mosquitoes, the bird lives and thrives because he eats the mosquitoes. Mm -hmm. I might be annoyed by it, but it doesn't mm -hmm. mean it doesn't have a good purpose for why it's there. Mm. Now, the theologically speaking here, I know we're not theologians. No. But I bet you mosquitoes before the fall <laughs> did not annoy Adam and Eve. No, you're probably right. You know, because that, that, that sounds like it's a fall type of thing. You're right. <laughs> So this, these are just one of the burdens that we have to do, endure. Yes, because, because of sin. sin. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> so I bet you those mosquitoes were, were, were um, I don't know, they were probably little creatures that they, were they enjoyed. They yeah. were righteous they mosquitoes. Were righteous. <laughs> yes. uh, Anything yeah. else besides mosquitoes? Um, well, then the it, it talks about um, in verse 26 about ships going to and fro. And I just am... Um, mindful of the fact that back then, thousands of years ago, you know, people didn't have um, global positioning satellites. They didn't have generators to give light inside the ship, you know. Right. They didn't have weather radar. They didn't know any of the things that we know. All they had was the vast sea and the darkness, you know. And um, 
they had to roll, they had they had a different perspective i would think during those times you know when it's the middle of the night if there's a storm uh, on the horizon they have a different perspective i think than perhaps we do today and it makes me think of whether or not people um in some ways does a is a person less reliant on god in certain circumstances in the modern era than they were you know in the earlier era so like would a person in the darkness um in the middle of a storm be more petrified and be more um open to um feeling a need for god hmm. than a person who in this modern area might might not be a believer but um has all of the you know the marvels of modern technology and um and is able to just um find a clear path through everything do they see a less well, i can just text my friend and they, they can come and get me or yes yeah, it's right right i can just push this button i have a flashlight on my phone and right huh so i just wonder what I'm, I'm curious to know what your perception is of that of what you know what people's thoughts would be you know the modern era versus the non. oh era i i agree with you i i would think well i don't I know that we are much more of an affluent society. Okay. We have so much stuff that we rely on to make us comfortable. Okay. And I think we often put our faith and our trust in our stuff, you know, and so I totally agree. You know, if you take away all that stuff that makes us comfortable, I think our hearts and our minds do wander more towards the Lord. Yeah. You know? Yeah because we need him okay and we have so many comforts we have so many of our needs met already it's it's like we're doing it ourselves so we don't need him yeah you know so i i totally agree with you what you're saying there the back then totally different perspective yeah right i mean if you're moses and you're wandering in the desert and all that's out there is the desert mm -hmm. you know and all you're thinking about is you know you see the rocks you see the sand you see the right. sky what is your perception of God at that moment, as opposed to a guy who's riding in a dune buggy and he's got oh, his true. smartphone and he's right? You know exactly, I mean? exactly. Yeah. No, totally agree with you. Um, something that popped out to me was verse twenty-nine, um, and not in a good way. Okay, because it says, "When you hide your face, um, they are terrified." Yeah, and that made me think. You know, we often use that blessing at the end of this podcast. You know, you know, may the Lord cause his face to shine upon you, you know, may, may the Lord turn his countenance upon you, whatever. Yes. Um, and, and then this is like, when you hide your face, Lord, they are terrified. And I, and I was just thinking, okay, so if you were like in a burning house, Earl, yes. okay. And you saw Deb out there on the street and she saw you in peril, you know, in that burning house and she just turns her face from you. I mean, wouldn't that be awful? Yeah. That would wouldn't that be terrifying? Yeah. Or if like if I was like drowning in Lake Michigan over there by the pier, you know, and Lori's watching me and I'm like flailing my arms saying, help, help, help. And she turns her back or she turns her face at me. Yeah. That that's that's an awful, yeah, awful feeling. And I think that's that's what the psalmist is kind of saying here. Like when you hide your face, Lord, we're terrified. Yeah. Please, please don't hide your face from us. Um, you know, whether we're going through you know that you mentioned like the storms of life 
you know, uh, you know, the floods and the fires, you know, which are symbolic of, of the storms that we go through in life. It's just like, Lord, please don't hide your face from me during yeah. this time. Yeah. And we, the, go, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, and the, to me, the, 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 the face of God and that, what you're talking about, it's about his presence, right? Yes. It's about his presence. And you don't, and even the animals talk about it in here. It's like, they don't want to be out of God's presence. Right. I think so. It's, it's really, it's about us being in his presence and being terrified at the thought of not being yes seen by him and being in his presence. Exactly. I want to be in God's presence, not outside of his presence. Exactly. Yes. Because being in his presence just gives so much comfort, you know? Yeah. And, then, and this is the week of Pentecost, right? Pentecost yeah. is coming this coming Sunday. And I look at verse 30, you know, when you send your spirit, okay, so there's the Holy Spirit, okay? Um, they are created and you renew the face of the ground. That just made me think of like, uh, you know? So, you know, the, the Holy Spirit is like God within us, right? God right. with us. Um, and th- like just the word created, the word renew are just words that make me think of like, ah, uh, make me think of like, whew. Hey, even though I'm in this storm, I'm in this fire, hey, I'm in this flood, you're there with me, Lord. Yeah. It just brings me tons of like, ah. Yeah, that's good. Tons of like comfort yeah. during those times. Yeah, that's so, pe- his peace. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's great. Exactly. So, um, listeners, as you uh, go on with your day today on this Wednesday, um, just know that the Lord is not hiding his face from you. Um He's watching you. He is with you in whatever storm or whatever um, stressful or worrisome thing that you're going through. Just know that the Lord is not hiding his face from you. He is turning his face towards you and just just rest in that peace, um, knowing that um, he's not hiding his face from you. We'll see you back here tomorrow, listeners.